What's happening? Welcome to the Creative for Experience podcast, but you knew you were on a podcast already, but I'm glad you're here regardless. We call this one the Quattro, episode number four. I'm so excited you're tuning in. My name is Billy Bowie, your host, and on this podcast, we want to inspire you through guests' stories, experience, and various anecdotes, maybe a few principles you might learn along the way, but this particular episode, I am pumped for you to meet Nate Yeski. That's right, he's got that tight name, Yeski in the building. He's an entrepreneur and brand coach who uh, is a revolutionary leader and really deep thinker when it comes to brand, when it comes to creating content that matters and making an impact through social media. So you're going to enjoy this conversation. We had a good time, a lot of laughs along the way. I think this might be one of the podcasts you listen to where we laugh more than talk, but hey, you're already tuned in, so don't tune out. I'm so humbled and thankful that you're here. Make sure you follow me over on Instagram at Billy Bowie. That's B-I-L-L-Y-B-O-U-G-H-E-Y. Make sure you tune in there. I got a lot of fun stuff happening on the gram. So enjoy this episode with Nate Yeski. Appreciate you tuning in to the Creative for Experience podcast. Hey, we're about to bring it back. Welcome to episode whatever number it is. Represent Billy B the Biz to the B to the B-I-L-Y. Represent. I'm having sit from the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the way, the truth, the light, the door, the good shepherd you're searching for. Nate Weiss in front of me saying, hey, Billy B, will you write a rhyme about me? I ain't got nothing, but welcome to the podcast. Listen. I love that y'all are listening in, and we don't start it like that, but I thought I'd start this one like that, because I'm hyped today. <laughs> I got Nate Yeski in the building. Yes, you do not know who he is. Some of you, some of you do, but those of you out there that don't, you're about to get to know a man who is sincere, who is on point, who's got an amazing faith, got an incredible family, cares about the right things. He has some online curriculum. He's got some gear. He's got some swag. He's got some social branding um, the way he does his thing and helps people communicate their brand is is incredible. So I'm pumped to have him in the studio today. I'm yeah, excited yeah. to have him on the podcast. So, uh, and that's my phone ringing. It's hey. all good. That's how that's how it rolls right here. No, that's it's a real. That's how you know it's real. It's the we wild card. We ain't cutting that. The wild card. We ain't cutting nothing. But listen, I'm uh, super excited you're on the podcast, man. Tell the folks out there that don't know about who you are. Tell them about you. Oh, hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Nate Yeski. Uh, easiest way to put them a life and business coach uh, for entertainers and startup entrepreneurs. Yeah. Also do a little bit of that motivational speaking thing. Love my wife, my kids, and uh, on a crazy journey right now just to make sure people are walking out exactly the purpose they were created for, man. I love it, man. I love you use that word purpose. And you got a big old smile on your face. So if you're looking big, on social, all teeth, hit us up on the grams, Facebook, all points in between. You'll be able to actually see a little segment of this, right, Katie? Right. Yeah, she's right there. So yeah. we're filming this too. But the smile on your face and and the the joy that you live life. Obviously, there's a purpose. And so I want to hear a little bit of the backstory. My favorite album from any artist is their first album because mm. it's their origin story. It's a little yeah. bit rough around the edges. You sort of <laughs> hear the real, real, real stuff. So I'd love to hear. Um, share a little bit of the, the backstory of how you get to that smile today. Oh, man, that's good, dude. Um, well, short story, I'd probably say uh, I was that kid in a band. Uh, so we had a band, bro, back in the day. Yeah, you uh, did. Shout out a couple people might. No, they won't know it. Anyways. Um, <laughs> you tried to do a hashtag. Is, I did a yeah. hashtag. Nobody can see that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> well, 18-year-old. Uh, well, hey, all my life been that kid, uh, you know, singing, talent, dancing, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, born for the stage, man. 18, uh, was in a band, open for some cool people like Fall Out Boy and some bands like that. 
And uh, what I've always noticed, man, is even since I was a kid, being in the band had a crazy uh, uh, unfoldment, I'll just say this way, is that I was always born to be in front of people. Yeah. I was always born to have a microphone in my hand or in some way, shape, or the form. So you think that's born? You think people <sighs> are born with that? You know what? This I, is a big statement. This is a big statement. I got to really think about that they one. They want to know. Ooh. I want to say this. I think that everybody, I was really going to get on to say that whether you're in a coffee shop and that's your microphone, whether yep. you, my dad, Bob Yeski, uh, he said one time, he said, Nathan, he goes, I'm so proud of you. He's like, I see you on stages on your microphone, on your pulpit, he yeah. called it. And he goes, and Nate, in my barbershop, I'm on mine. Yeah. And so just knowing that purpose whether you're on the microphone of a physical mic right here on this podcast or you're working in the fast food line and taking care of people, I think the most important thing is that enfoldment is just person to person and the purpose is coming across, which is really what a connection and experience and a purpose of message. So you were in an environment to where microphone was a natural thing that you saw and it was sort of like a fish in water. You got up there and you felt the connection point. Tell me from the band point until now. Like obviously, there's been a lot of the story that's that's unfolded. You mentioned yeah. your wife and kids and all that. So yeah. tell us a little bit more from like when you first decided, I loved being on a mic and encouraging people and quote unquote finding my stage to yeah. like where you are now. Yeah. So short story was basically, uh, you know, the band starts going, <laughs> the band uh, got on tour, did some really cool stuff there. Um, but honestly, uh, it came to a spot where I was that, you know, that cool guy that was on the microphone. Everybody's like, oh, there's Yeski. He's doing his thing. Um, but nobody knew underneath the surface at the end of the party, at the end of the high, at the end of whatever success looked like. They didn't know how empty I actually felt at the end of the day. Well, you, know, you think like that's. Isn't that what's happening throughout culture, right? There's Absolutely, this facade. Man. There's this. And even even as I'm on this podcast with you. I feel myself changing my voice and getting more hype and more excited, 100%. but giving myself mental permission that that's okay as Absolutely. a human to get amped up about something and yes. not just go back into mediocrity, but also not get so amped that I'm fake and others can't reach their real. hundred percent. You know what I'm man. saying? So you, you figured out that gear for you. Yeah. I mean, cool. I, I came to that spot where, you know, we're, you know, uh, rocking crowds, everybody's excited. It was awesome. But at the end of the day, I think that everybody else had a smile on their face. But at the end of the day, when I was alone by myself, I'm like, man, there's got to be something more cool. than what everybody else says was there. And so, dude, obviously, I went through a transformation. I will just say uh, the nice, uh, eloquent way. I hit the bottle too hard uh, too many times. <laughs> that was not the eloquent Thank way. You for that. Um, but <laughs> so eloquent. <laughs> and, and your boy went through uh, some dark times, but nobody knew. Because everybody saw the smile on my face, see me rock the crowd, do that thing. And, and I would just say, your gift is going to work. It's when, when you say fish in water, that whole thing, the gift is going to work. But I realized there wasn't a lot of progress and growth and development on the things that were underneath the surface, which then led me to the next phase, which turned into a 10-year spot as helping teenagers who were maybe in the roughest situations, drugs, whatever, helping them ultimately find their path. But here's the cool part. Here's the twist, plot twist. It was the same mic, it was the same stage, it was the same kids, but there was a different kind of message that came out through it. Yeah, and Prodigy is what you've developed, and so the website is? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, so for the motivational brand for teenagers, weareprodigy.co. Yeah. Yeah. So you love discovering. Tell me the gold thing. You mentioned this to me one time, is, yeah. is when you're working with someone and you, you've got the gift and mm -hmm. you said that talent doesn't leave. 
Tell me the goal. I love this quote. It's about you got to ha- find gold within. Yeah. So there's three pieces right? of, a, of a prodigy, right? Like I started noticing the pattern that, you know, every movie you and I have ever watched, right? I mean, you think about the karate kid. Actually, by the way, what's one of your favorite movies as a kid? I'm just curious. As a kid, I was about to flip it on you and say Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> okay. That's like my favorite of all time. But all as right. a kid, I would say on repeat. Yeah. Like the from, movie when you were sick and you had and you were like, that's the movie I'm going to watch. You know what it is? Let's see if you can figure it out. Okay. I'll, I'll, if, if you got it figured out, I want you to comment below. Listen. <laughs> yes. Hey, you guys. I got it. Well, you don't know what it is. I totally know. I'm not it even is. sure if I quoted that right. <laughs> well, if, you got you to do more see. of the Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't even, you can't get that deep. What's the name of the character? What's the name of the character? Do you know that? Sloth. And the movie? The Goonies. That's what I'm talking about right there. Nailed it. Boom. Very nice. That was my movie. Kindred. Well, I mean, you realize that, look, these movies that we grew up watching, whether it's the Disney flick that we've seen a million times. Are you a Marvel fan, by the way? I love Marvel. Gosh. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, whether every movie you ever saw, it's the same plot line, same storyline. Obviously, you know, you do your research. You say there's seven basic plots that are out there. And everything truly, if you really get down to it, follows the same type of script. And I think what made me really get excited by this whole prodigy thing that we've been working on is I started to realize that I was meeting quote unquote prodigies every day. And everybody thinks, oh, they got to be the special ones, you know, the ones that have, you know, everything just falls in line for them. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, everybody has their Genesis story where they like start somewhere and develop There's three things that I started to notice between everybody that were on their path, their prodigy path is what I like to call it. Nice. Number one, they usually have what I would call a heart of gold. They got this heart for people. It always turns into something about they want to save the girl. They want to defeat the dragon and save the people. Yeah, the hero. The 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 hero, hero, right? Exactly, right? And it comes down to there's this golden heart. Number two, if you notice in any hero story – there's always some sort of what I call the golden touch. If you notice, there's just something almost supernatural, divine that they start to do that comes so easy and instantaneously turns into something of gold and absolutely changes the game for other people that obviously are on the other receiving end of that, right? So you've got your golden touch, right? You've got your heart of gold. And last but not least is there's something about people seeing gold in other people, this ability to go, no, 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 I don't see you for where you're at right now, but there's something about it. I see you where you're going, and I can see that, and I want to draw that out of you. And this is why my heart for the underdog, my heart for the ones that are forgotten, the ones that are not seen, the kid that I would speak in front of, you know, 2,000 kids at a high school rally. I'm looking at that kid who thinks he's unknown, unfor- you know, just nobody's paying attention to him, and I go, no, 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 no. I can see gold in you. Come on, bring that That's out. That's what we all want to be. We all want to <sighs> be on. seen, and I, and I love the gear you have, and I actually have my... Uh, my official gear I was wearing this weekend, and it says there, be more human. You know, yes. that, that we all can relate to the idea that um, all those three factors can be there. But if you don't feel seen or, or there's not an approach towards life that there's a preferred future, I talk a lot about yeah. uh, Disney World. I see you rocking your established you know 1971. It. You but know it. the carousel of progress, there's a great big beautiful tomorrow yes. shining at the end of every day. Man has a dream. That's a start. He follows his dream with all his heart. When it becomes a reality, it becomes a dream for you and me. And so having dreams for others before they have dreams for themselves mm-hmm. is was what you're doing. And, and, and it's why this it's why this concept of creative for experience is why this podcast. And if you're listening in and you're hearing part of the story saying, man, I've never quite thought about maybe I'm unseen and that's why I struggle. Mm. And so for me, I want to be seen. You want to yeah. be seen. And I think some of the, you know, not putting anybody on blast, but nah. the folks that might have 
you know, committed suicide over the last several years, big yeah. names that we would know, did yeah. they feel really seen? Mm-hmm. Could they have the stage moments of being the biggest, but people never saw the yeah. other side? And so one of the things I train a lot is who you are off the mic mm-hmm. is more important than who you are on the mic. The, and the mic is, like you said, could be a barbershop, could be on a stage, could yes. be different places and being discovered in that spot. And so, so my, my question, I'll, I'll go right to Let's go. Is describe a moment where you could have let failure or not being seen or a weakness or like a tough moment. Yeah. Um, could have caused you to shrink back, but you push forward anyway. Like, yeah. a, like a, you were an underdog in the moment and there was this thing you pushed through. So yeah. tell me like a segment of that story and then how you push through. Man, I, the short would be this. I remember when, uh, so, you know, being a youth pastor for 10 years actually was what I, f- I have done former up to this point. And there was a moment where I began to feel uh, a transition. So, you know, to kind of finish the story before, 18 years old in the band, doing real well, went on our first tour. We we're actually making money, had a good following, doing well. And we get a phone call and I had this gut check and it's just this little inner voice that said to me, die to this thing now, so to speak. Let this thing go right now. Yeah. And one day I'm going to bring it back 10x. That's just this feeling that I had. And I, I couldn't understand. I was like, well, we're out at the pinnacle of what we're doing. Why would that make sense? But I remember in that moment hearing that voice and just believing that that was something that I was supposed to move forward in. Letting that go, got a phone call. They said, hey, Green Day wants you guys to open up. And right before that was when I got this message. And I went ahead and said, hey, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm laying this down, you guys. Nobody understood. Nobody understood that move. It's Green Day, man. It's Green Day. Like, what the heck are you doing? Like, we're <laughs> finally making it and you want to let this thing drop. And I remember moments like this right here that I can now look back. That was 14 years ago that I thought that there's no way anything could ever get better. And what I realized is that sometimes when you listen to that little intuition, that little voice, that inner pull that's saying, hey, I know this looks scary. And number two, it is not at all what anybody else thinks you should be doing. 99% of the time, it's usually the right way. Yeah, It's the crazy way. It's a path uncharted. It's a path untaken. And so I found that what's really kind of pulled me through is probably the, the greatest piece of that was going I'm willing to believe that there is something quite possibly bigger than I could ever see, bigger than I've ever thought, or something that I could have even planned out, and I'm willing to take a leap of faith on that. Yeah, and so the key words for this podcast is created for experience. Yes. And so, man, super compelling story that you were able to trust that intuition, that voice, that that prayer, that faith that you had. Totally. But tell me about... I want to hear the experience side. So mm, okay. if you're playing alongside of that, when you think about your life experience or you think about just the word experience, yeah. def- define that for me. Cause I, I don't know if you're, if people are listening, going green day, like I feel like I'm making a wrong decision, but you had such a confidence in what you heard and knew where you were going. I want to hear about how the experience of that and maybe the good side of like, yeah, I did it. And then, Oh crap. A day later I changed my mind. And did I just eat a bad burrito or did like, I really hear something like, tell me about, tell me about experience, how that collides. With yeah, that. absolutely. I'll fast forward to the next moment and I'll, I'll, I'll tie this in back at the end. The biggest one was 10 years of being a pastor and feeling like I was called to go back to the very industry that I once came from the music and entertainment industry. And in, in the business world, I think the experience was back to having this feeling, this vibe that there's something next for me. I think the honest to God part was that there was this risk, this giant risk. And I went, oh, it's so exciting, right? I mean, taking the leap of faith to some is sexy. They're just like, oh, I'm going to quit everything. I'm not, it doesn't matter. Let's just do this thing. And there's this adrenaline rush. But then like the voice of logic, reason, and wisdom also like, but I have three kids. We're about to have our third kid right now. This is the dumbest thing yeah. to do in the entire world. 
Bro, when I made that shift, it was literally, I mean, our, our, our third, uh, third child was coming into the world and we'll just say the experience went from mountaintop, like, oh my gosh, like this is the greatest high ever we're doing this to the next moment. I literally was like, I think I made the worst mistake of my life. So you would say, even though you heard and you trusted, it's okay, it's okay that after if to get spiritual for a second, if you hear God's will Uh or you pray and you get an answer, you throw out a fleece and an answer's there. <laughs> totally. But like the next day, are you saying it's possible that you could feel like you made the wrong choice? Like that's... Dude, a hundred percent. Thank you. Because nobody wants to tell you nobody, that. Nobody, no, 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 it's all going to be good. It's all, you're going to get that call. You're going to get that thing and yeah. it's going to happen in direction. I can't tell you how many people I meet yeah. that they think they hear something, they make a choice yeah. and yep. then two years down the road, I made the wrong choice. And for me, it's life is so, you know, what I love, the artist Lauren Hill, she's up in my wall. Yeah. The miseducation of Lauren Hill, her her plight and her songs and all that she talked about was this, I have this daily struggle that I know is a part, is a part of my story. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that it is because it's making me more of who I'm supposed to be. 100%. And so as you got that, leave the band, do the thing. And mm-hmm. you, so... Take take the listeners on a journey of, of of maybe one of those worst down moments. I'm not yeah. like to the brutal details, but no, I got but it. when you thought you heard, yeah, life experience happened. You had baby, and then it's like how do how do you yes how do you rescue out of that moment? Oh, so fun! As, as I'm smiling and saying it was so fun. That's like hashtag opposite day. You see my hashtags all <laughs> over this show right now. Nobody can see it, but anyways, <laughs> point is though is that yeah, I mean here's the deal. I think everybody goes yes, we're taking the leap. We're finally doing. It. We mustered up the strength. You get out there, and I think the expectation for many people is you step out and then all of a sudden everything works. The money flies in the clients pile in all this stuff. Well, I, I hope somebody gets some just uh, humanness out of this. I took the leap, had absolute uh, faith in, in knowing an inner feeling, even an experience that I felt was like, this is it. Literally a job that was going to be the transitional job got me out two weeks from the, the job that I had pa- uh, uh, passed on from. The next job literally goes two and a half weeks later, okay? Third child just came into the world. They're like, hi, by the way, thanks so much for your time. Honestly, it's just not a right fit, and I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> Bruh, I left 10 years, Woo. a decade of you know being known in a certain industry, having, you know, working under you know large names, the big organizations, all that stuff. I left all of that to pursue this thing that everybody's like kind of turned their head sideways. Like, are you sure, bro? This doesn't sound right Mm -hmm. to go. Yeah, this is it. This is it. And only to everything fall out underneath. And you ready? This is the picture I had. I had this picture thinking there was this giant and maybe somebody watching this feels this way. You know, this giant cruise ship, maybe you've been on for the longest time and you have this inner pull to do something greater, bigger. That's an experience that maybe is uncharted waters and territory. And the thought process was, oh, I'm getting off of the big cruise ship to stand on an island where there's already materials and I'm just going to build the resort. So we jump off the cruise ship, take the tiny little boat, we get to the island and we go, all right, here's the thing. There's already people there. We're going to build this resort only to find out that the resort owner says, I'm sorry, we don't need you anymore. Uh, This isn't working. And I think I've made the biggest mistake of my life. But right here was the moment. I had that little intuit voice, that little thing just sparks up and says, no, 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 no. The, the resources weren't for you to build the resort on the island. The resources were for you to build your own boat and get out on the waters yourself for the very first time. 
And that literally was, I thought I was transitioning to another job and industry turned into, I am now owning my own company with three companies underneath of that umbrella, now living the greatest, biggest dream that I couldn't even have imagined when I took that first leap of faith. Yeah. So our life experience, the way we engage with these circumstances that happen to us matter. A hundred percent. Because you easily could have been pissed and gave up and tried yes. to grovel and go back to and where go you back. were. But you knew that that was the thing that had to kick you out to get you to the point. So that's that's the beautiful thing about experiences. I I go to so many concerts and hear so many songs, and like a lot of folks are listening in. You've got that yeah. that one tune or that that one song or that that one show or that one even sound effect that sort of causes you to be snapped back, or it's a trigger for you to be reminded. Mm. And there, and there's so many moments for me in my career that I think about when I. I heard something, I paused long enough to listen and I made a choice. And I would say majority of the time, maybe every time mm. it did not go the way that I thought I initially heard. 100%. And I think one of the um, gaps of leadership is just talking about that. Man. And so people that are listening in, if you made that choice and it failed, it's not that you're a bad human. Mm -mm. It's not that you made even a mistake and you can handle things the right way. And there's, there's some other nuances that I wouldn't know by totally answering that. But sure. I do know this. I do know majority of the time the thing that you're moving towards isn't clear enough for you. Mm -mm. And I laugh when people tell me their five or 10 year plan. I, I love, that's one of my fun <laughs> questions. Like, yeah. Hey, tell me your 10 year plan. Uh -huh. And if somebody can give me a really good one, I just, I'll ask probing questions and yep. Hey, how was your last 10 years? Well, it didn't go anything like it. Yeah. So what makes you think you should plan your next 10 years the way your last 10? So, 100%. Man, life experience is beautiful. And that's why, man, this podcast, hopefully I, I know I'm encouraged by hearing that you, you know, rolled up to the shore and they closed down the, the resort, but you realize that, okay, well, crap, it's done. I'm just going to turn and take the materials I currently have and build a boat and go make it happen. That's so it's, it, a, it's a mindset shift, right? It's a hundred percent the ability to see things that aren't seen yet. So dude, I'm, I'm inspired by that. Um, next question that we're going to go to a thing called the experience factor. We're going to dive okay. in on this, but what advice would you give people that want to pursue their dreams? And so you're in that dreaming state. You're yeah. going to make a transition. What's what's a piece of advice you would you mm. would just drop on us as you were you're pursuing? Not not idealistic. Something you read in a book somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Just for you, Nate. And and I know what your dream is now, and I know what you're up to for the next year. You can drop yeah. a little bit of that if you want to. Which I'll, sure. we'll definitely talk about that some. But like, how what advice would you give folks who would say, yeah. "I've got a dream and I want to pursue it"? Where would you start? Mm. I'd say the first thing is trust your gut way more like you did when you were a kid. When we were kids, there's just this giant faith that we had, this belief that we could do anything. And I feel like as we get older, we learn things that literally uh, begin to either A, some parts of us get developed, but most of us, those pieces really get shut down inside of us. And I feel like almost you are, are, are given this gift as a kid, this belief system that you could do just about anything and you could change the world. And then you grow up and you lose it. And then we all of a sudden begin to think that, oh, it's a ball and chain for the rest of my life. You know, the best years are behind me. And I would just challenge people to say, maybe, maybe we needed to have that childlike faith and maybe we needed to grow up and go through some things. But maybe right now, it's actually time for you to let go of some of the things that you think are the way, the only way for you to live your dream, the only way that you could live your life. Somebody's watching this right now thinking, well, I, I'm 50. There's no way I could, you know, pivot now. There's no way. I would challenge that thought right now. Come on. I would challenge every bit. I, I heard of a 70-year-old man the other day 
who was working uh, prior after he obviously retired, working at a, fi- a Fortune 500 company. Um, a buddy of mine tells me he meets this man as an Uber driver, and he says to him, "So, so what's going on right now? What, what what's the deal?" And he's like, "Honestly, um, you know, uh, my my wife's not in the picture anymore." And life could just be, I could just, you know, rest on my laurel, laurels and just kind of, you know, sit with my money and do my thing. But he goes, but honestly, he's just like, uh, I connect with people. He's like, I, I have to be doing something. I have to be creating something. So what does he do? He's 70 years old. He literally, bro, he, get, he sleeps all day and he gets up at 8 o'clock, eats his breakfast, p.m., and drives into a major city and literally drives around the bar scene taking care of kids. Yeah. And I, somebody say, well, that's, that's not a big deal. Well, P.S., the man's making two grand a week driving Uber, which I just want to say, hey, that's kind of a fun thought and fun factor at <laughs> 70. Not a, big, not a big deal, you know, whatever. Other, yeah, whatever. So my point is, though, is that it doesn't matter at what point of the game. It's what is success for you? Yeah. What is true success? And I heard this quote from somebody uh, in, in a big meeting. I got to sit underneath, and he, he says this quote after they had made this giant organization. He says, can I just say something? He was real frustrated. And he goes, can I just say something? He goes, he goes, at the end of success is so what? Everybody's trying to get to where I'm at right now. And he goes, I'm there. And he goes, and now I'm addicted to go to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And he goes, I looked at my watch. I'm running out of time. Yeah. He's like, quit trying to chase success in other people's eyes, the applause, these things. At the end of the day, can you die with a smile on your face? Can you die at your funeral when people stand around? What are they going to say about you as a human being? And what did you leave beyond a number in a bank account? What did you leave that actually mattered and impacted people for a legacy for times to come? Fire. <laughs> come on. I love it, man. Love that, it. That's it. You, you, get to the, you get to the end of it, right? And I say my life goal is to pack out my funeral. If I could just like come boil on. it down to one thing that I want to do. And I think about the number of people that I interact with right now. There's just so many more ways that we could express our energy and passion to yeah. others that we're not currently doing, but we're waiting for our moment or yeah. we're, we're waiting for a certain level or a certain income 100%. or a certain, it's like, why not? And, yeah. th- and this is just as much to the 50 to 70 year olds yeah. who I don't have any time left as it is to the 20 year olds who have a lot of time. It's like whatever age that somebody dives into this conversation thing, what if I did today wake up and realize I was created for more. I was created yeah. for joy and created for enthusiasm and yes. created for forward thinking and created for experience. So man, that's, that's good stuff. Well, I'm about to transition you to our All thing right. Called... I was going to ask you a question, but that's fine. No, Let's you do ain't... It. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, man. I'm trying to flip it on me. But <laughs> but listen, we have a thing called the Experience Factory All right. where we, uh, we take our guest um, and we allow them to hear a sound effect mm-hmm. in a loud and clear way. Okay. And then you just create something right there off the top. So you could just take what you're thinking about. Could be a sentence. Could be a word. Could be a short story, could be a sonnet, whatever you want it to be. So <laughs> okay. just have fun, whatever you think of. So this is all the listeners out there. You get a chance to uh, see what Nate thinks about this one. Okay, oh, this is one of my favorites to play. Let's, all right, let's, let's do see. It. Let's see what you do with this. You ready? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so just what's my experience based off of this little sound bite? Yeah. Is that right? Uh, I'm instantly transported to being five years old when a monkey was flinging poop at me at a zoo. <laughs> Instantaneously. And you know what? I wasn't even mad at him. I you were mad. I was like, he's doing it. I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. <laughs> do what it you was do. amazing. Right, how, about this? how about this one? Let's go. 
Oh. <laughs> that was that last part. I actually <laughs> liked the last part. That was me driving down the road trying to get somewhere. And uh, I didn't want to stop because I was peeing in a bottle while driving. And uh, that's the screech of the tires when I almost hit the car in front of me on the highway. True story. Oh, snap. Real talk. Are you ready? Oh, my gosh. Yes. This takes me back to, like, Castlevania. My dad and I playing, like, the original Nintendo. I was in diapers, bro. And him and I were literally chilling, and then we watched Rambo afterwards. Yeah, you did. And dad, and anyways, yeah, I think I was in diapers, but I can remember, and maybe I sipped a beer at that point. That's that's completely possible. <laughs> you watch Rambo with your dad sipping a beer? That's like... And play Trans- or Transylvania. Yeah, that's good fathering right there. Hold you know on. what? He was a good dad for I like it. Are you ready? Here yes. That is that is a laugh of a pervert, in my opinion. Um, whoever did that is a sick, sick man. Oh, I'm having way too much fun with this. Somebody, one, please okay. come get okay, this man. Let's try this out. You know, I think of Budweiser. And I don't know why, but there's a, in, be, there's, a there's a beer theme. On there's a beer theme. <laughs> The subconscious mind is speaking. Oh, man. On public radio. Okay. uh, So, Clydesdale horses. And let's go to the next one. All right. Sweet. I like it. Hold on. I got got one more. Let's see if you can pick this one out. Yeah. Polaroid picture. Shake it. Andre 3000. Let's go. I'm so glad. Shake it like a Polaroid bit. That's how I know. That we were kindred. We're so kindred, bro. And meant to be on this podcast <laughs> together. Because people could have just said it was a Polaroid camera, but you took it to Andre. My man. You took it to the Dirty Come on, South. Bro. I'm so thankful you did that. Now listen, um, all the folks that are tuning in out there, what what do they need to know to stay connected with you? Like I, I mentioned earlier, but you and your fam are going on a cross-country, year-long. Yes, sir. Crazy adventure. Yeah. So how can they stay connected? Tell us about the adventure. Absolutely. And then tell us how they can stay connected. No, it's awesome, man. So, uh, you know, for anybody who's needing help walking their own path, whether they want some inspiration, you know, just watching a guy who's done a couple cool things, but ready to take uh, take his family on the road to have more moments that matter this season. Yeah, we're going to be, uh, you can actually follow us on Instagram, Yeskies on Tour. That's Y-E-S-K-E-S on Yeskies Tour. Yeskies on Tour. Yeskies on I Tour. Like that. I like and that. Uh, we're going to be literally taking one year to unplug and find what family's all about, and in turn, maybe find a new home. And so that's going to be that part of it. And then for anybody listening, man, who's, you know, maybe on this podcast and just, you know, really uh, asking a lot of questions of what their purpose is or what's their next step or they need to develop themselves, um, you know, check us out at yeski.co. It's my coaching company. And uh, if there's anybody out there who's just going, man, I need some tools in my belt, maybe to help me unpack, you know, time management or my social brand. Slay time management. Slay time management. And I know you just released some goal setting things whenever you're listening to this yeah. obviously it's still appropriate but yeah you've got great resources on the website not absolutely, just time management man. how to set goals yes obviously the coaching social brand things like that absolutely man and that's so cool. if anybody you know more than anything i want to offer if there's anybody that's listening who just wants to maybe even get on a call and just strategize a little bit i do a free coaching call so you actually go to yesky.co forward slash call and uh, we'll get on a call put together a little bit of plan and maybe customize a setup for you and uh, just anybody who's on this podcast, particularly, if you let me know, and you got to say the code word that Billy Bowie is the best with uh-huh. the three B's. Yep, um, I'm just gonna hook three you with B's. Twenty five percent off of anything that you do with our coaching oh, company. Just I get y'all that discount. Let's go. I like it. So, 
So we let our uh, our guest ask a question mm, to the yes. folks that are out there. So we'll close it with this. So those of you that are listening, I would really be honored. One, give this a five star on the tunes and Spotify and all those places. If this sucked, give it a one star. Let us know why. But if you <laughs> liked it, hit us with that five star and uh, leave a comment. But in the comments, I want you to answer. Answer? You got that? I like that. Answer. It's the Roll new way it. to say answer. It's just yeah. different, right? What up, Grams? How you feeling? Yeah. But um, answer this question by Nate. So what question do you want to ask that folks will comment about? Honestly, I want to ask this question is, if you had 24 hours to live, what would you do with it? There it is. Nate Yeski, thanks for being on the show. Love you, What a fantastic interview with Nate. I hope you enjoyed that. You took some notes, literally mentally or physically. But listen, I hope most of all that this encouraged you and inspired you to live and lead at a higher level and get after it and know that you're created for experience. Because listen, that's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I'm recording this thing and putting it out there on the earth to inspire people to know that their story where they currently are, there is a preferred future and they can shape it. So get after it. Now I want you to go follow over on YouTube. Make sure you go check it out, subscribe, hit that little bell up top. We got some fun videos that are coming out. And uh, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. It means the world to me, literally, that you would uh, listen and that you would pay attention to what I'm up to. And I just want you to know that what I'm up to is uh, doing my best and everything I've got to inspire you. So once again, thanks for tuning in to the Creative for Experience podcast. We have some really fun podcasts coming up soon. And remember, this is all designed to explore elements of story and how they shape your future. So once again, thanks for tuning in and peace out.